Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out our website with all the cruise news, cruiseradio.net. This show is all about you. We'll be fielding your questions for the last few weeks and put the best ones together. And Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network will be here to answer them. Also, Carnival Cruise Lines giving away a seven-day Caribbean cruise. We'll have all the details coming up. But first, Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, guys. Norwegian Cruise Line's second new build, Norwegian Getaway, had a big announcement earlier this week. What was it? Well, the, it's a ship's being built at the Meyer Werft in Germany, which also built the Disney ships and the celebrity ships. So they, they really know how to build their cruise ships. At, because Getaway is the second of the, of the two ships, they tend to be able to build them a little faster. So the good news was that uh, NCL, this is a really good problem to have, is going to take delivery of the ship almost three months earlier. So they're going to take delivery of the ship in January of 2014. Cool. And they're going to begin sailing on seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruises from Port of Miami, um, essentially beginning in February. So it's, you know, it's, people are going to be able to experience a second ship to the Caribbean right out of Miami about three months early. So that's great news. Does that mean that Epic's going to be running uh, Eastern and Western as well? Well, Epic is actually going to change and begin to do seven-night Western Caribbean cruises until she heads off to uh, run her European uh, route. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, On the topic of Norwegian Cruise Line, this was a bozo move. A passenger on Norwegian Star uh, stole a piece of artwork off the ship. What was he thinking? (laughs) It's it's amazing. This guy walked out with a $13,000 copy of a Rembrandt painting. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, I mean, it it wasn't like it was a small thing that he was able to just kind of tuck under his arm. And, you know, they wound up being able to see him removing it by, you know, over video and to his cabin. And then when he got to Bermuda, he tried to walk it off, walk off the ship with it. Good God. And uh, essentially what he was going to try and do is mail it to himself. <laughs> but you got to love it. With justice being as swift as it was, uh, NCL was able to recover its painting and this Kentucky moron, uh, Kevin Hudgens. 43 of Kentucky, uh, was fined a $500 uh, for theft. So I'm nothing. I'm not sure how, uh, you know, that was... That's uh, it? Yeah, justice. Did they leave fined. him in Bermuda? No. They he let him back on the ship? He lives in Kentucky. He was a passenger on the ship. So leave his ass in Bermuda. Yeah. That's what I would have so done. Passes behind in jail. Yeah, I mean, what, yeah. what are they thinking over there? That's Evidently, right. they didn't want him there, so $500 <laughs> and you're on your way. Carnival announced they now have cruise check-in counters at the Miami International Airport. You think this will be a big help, Stuart? I think it'll be tremendous. Now, with Miami being its largest home port with the most ships and the most passengers, especially with Carnival Breeze coming, they're going to have check-in counters uh, at concourses D and H. So it's, it's American Airlines and then you know, heading off toward uh, the rest of the, the airlines. And passengers will be able to get their sign and sail cards They'll also be able to have their luggage checked and then take everything to the port, and they'll be able to get a special um, uh, express security lane and then be able to get on the ship a whole lot faster than uh, what, what they would do. So they don't have to stand in line to get their card keys 
and sign in, they'll be able to do that at the airport, which I think will save a tremendous amount of time. Princess Cruises' upcoming Royal Princess revealed some more outdoor features late last week. Uh, what are they, and how long till we see her in service? Well, we're going to see her in, what well, I think it's May uh, of next year. Uh, she will begin uh, in Europe. The ship is being built in Monfalcone, which is uh, just outside of Venice, Italy. She will be Princess' the largest ship. She'll be about 141,000 tons for 3,600 passengers. And this week, what they announced, uh, what they revealed, Doug, was uh, essentially the pool deck. Princess on Caribbean Princess in 2004 was the first cruise line to de- debut an outdoor LED video screen so you could watch movies outside, and they called it Movies Under the Stars. This screen is going to be about 130% larger, so it's going to be about 684 square feet, and the viewing area of the screen is going to be tremendous. The whole pool deck will be able to to see this screen, um, which which will really be interesting. Uh, Another feature, uh, taking a little bit of a design cue from Royal Caribbean's Enchantment of the Seas, uh, from 2005 when they extended, they lengthened the ship, they put in that 73-foot midsection, so that what they did, uh, Royal did, is they created these suspension bridges. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, they were able to actually have bars and hot tubs extended out over the ocean. And, you know, they, they, they had, you know, they had the little, like, plexiglass portholes in little viewing areas that you could see out over the ocean. Princess is going to be going out much farther, and it's going to be a much more expansive uh, view, and they're calling it Seawalk. Now, hmm, Seawalk, let's take a look, you know, in our data banks, and we'll remember uh, a few years ago uh, the Arapahos uh, out in uh, Arizona created a skywalk, which extended out over the Grand Canyon, all plexiglass. So it's interesting how they're morphing certain ideas from different venues and putting them into cruise ships. Um, And I guess another interesting feature is, uh, you know, on, on, on celebrities' Solstice-class ships, you have the, the dancing fountains uh, inside the solarium. Well, Princess is going to put, uh, Royal Princess is going to have a, a fountains uh, in the middle of the pool deck that, that can shoot up about uh, 32 feet in the air. So it should be, uh, you know, quite amazing. Hopefully it won't be too windy uh, and create uh, some ocean spray. <laughs> but, um, you know, from the animations, which I believe you have a link on cruiseradio.net, and people will be able to have links so they can see the latest reveal from Princess Cruises. Celebrity Reflection Godmothers were named. Who do we have? Well, Royal Caribbean Cruises Limited, which is the parent company of Royal Caribbean and Celebrity and Azamara, uh, are very into breast cancer uh, research and, and, and combating and raising money for research. So what they're doing is they've, taken, they've, they've appointed four employees of the parent company that work within the Royal Caribbean Cruises Limited family who have been affected, who have been impacted by breast cancer, uh, either by themselves or family members. And it's, it's a very nice uh, opportunity for people and, and for Royal Caribbean to be able to continue to create awareness of breast cancer and, and do some, something to, you know, to, to raise money. And uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing that they're doing. And here, you know, I think the Rockettes were taken, so they brought in four of uh, their members, uh, of their family members, who were affected by breast cancer. Oh, well, good for them. So this next uh, talking point, we usually don't tackle rumors on the show here, but a Norwegian newspaper is reporting that there could be a third Oasis-class ship for Royal Caribbean? Yeah, the Royal Caribbean is c- saying we, we don't comment on rumors. Mm-hmm. 
But a Finnish newspaper uh, came out, um, I think it was yesterday, uh, stating that Royal Caribbean and Finland were close to uh, ordering a new Oasis, a third Oasis class uh, cruise ship. Um, you know, the, these are the, you know, there's right now there's two of them, and they're both in Fort Lauderdale. These are the, you know, the 225,000, 5,400 passenger ships. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, right now we there's there's no there's no confirmation, but it's it's just interesting that this newspaper would uh, bring it up. So there must be something some some you know something, something flying more. around. <laughs> else, uh, what what could be uh, or something a rumor sailing around that there could be a possibility. Could, it could also be a misunderstanding with Royal Caribbean possibly ordering a fourth sunshine you know, uh, sunshine class ship. Which are you know the or you know the third or fourth which are being currently being built um, now in uh, in Germany. So you know who knows, but uh, at least you know the people at uh, Cruise Radio will also be able to see that link to that story at cruiseradio.net. All right, this next item isn't a huge story, but Costa is making only four categories for staterooms. You think this is a smart move? Well, it's 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 hard to say. It it certainly simplifies things, uh, makes it makes it easier. But from you know the reason why the cruise lines went away from these simple models was because they could squeeze more money depending on the actual location of the ship and the view of the cabin. So uh, you know, I mean, Costa of course doesn't have much of a make you know, have much of a, a stronghold here in the United States. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see what. You know what what the results of this will be, but uh, again, from the the other cruise lines, they they have all these other categories which they continue. I mean, you know, on Oasis, I mean, I think they have two hundred and ten categories. I was going to say I could appreciate the simplicity because, like on Oasis and Allure, there's like dozens of categories. I think they've got two hundred and ten categories. <laughs> I know. It's uh, it's it's hard to keep track, but it's like, oh my God, you know what? This one's got a better view than next door. Let's charge a little bit more for this one. So, I mean, we'll see, but uh, I don't think anyone's going to be following suit. Cool, man. Sounds good. We appreciate it. My pleasure. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? 
actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. So, Matt, this is pretty cool. Carnival Cruise Lines has launched their first Pinterest contest called I'd Rather Be Cruising to... You basically fill in the blank there. It's going to award one lucky winner a trip for two on a seven-day Caribbean cruise. Awesome. That's nice. Is it telling too much about me that I just now signed up for Pinterest? Uh, Yeah, you're old and out of touch. (laughs) Thank you. Here's all you do. Go to Carnival.com slash Pinterest and choose one of four cruise destinations, the Caribbean, Europe, Alaska, or Hawaii. And after that, all you have to do is create a board on Pinterest, which is very simple to do, and pin five of Carnival's pins on your board. Also, add some uh, pictures of your own on there. But keep in mind, participants must pin at least five images or videos from any of Carnival's social media sites or Carnival.com. After repitting those five Carnival pins, you can put whatever you want to on your board. And you can actually register for this contest four times because you actually have four destinations to choose from. The Caribbean, Europe, Alaska, and Hawaii. Contest ends October 14th of 2012. You can find out more at cruiseradio.net. We always, always love having her with us. Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network. Welcome back, Nancy. Thanks for having me. I always love being here. How you been? Uh, doing great. Once again, we have our listener questions for you. So uh, let's get right to it. This one from Bill in New Jersey. What advice do you have for family-friendly excursions in Nassau, Bahamas? Well, you know, figuring out the best activities for your family in Nassau sort of depends on the age of your kids and your family's interest. Um, it's, a, it's a great cruise port, and there are a lot of activities for families. I'm just going to go over a couple of them that I really like best. Um, and the first one is Atlantis's AquaVenture. Um, this is absolutely one of my most favorite activities for families, especially for kids and teens who really love water thrills. This is a 141-acre water park at Atlantis Paradise Island, a really top-end, family-friendly resort. And it includes a seven-acre snorkeling lagoon, a mile-long lazy river. And this lazy river is anything but lazy. It's got some pretty intense water rapids in it. They also have these massive Mayan-themed water slides. And there's, for, you know, for littler kids, there's splashers which is a children's water play area for kids under 54 inches and their parents. This resort has over 20 million gallons of water used in the development. It also has some incredible habitat. Did did you just say 20 million gallons? 20 million gallons of water in this development. It is huge. They have 14 lagoons, and they also have giant aquariums filled with 50,000 sea creatures. This is a huge, massive place, and it is fantastic for families. We've done this a couple times. We've always had a blast there. It's really cool. I'm going to be going there when the Norwegian Pearl goes there. Um, It's it's really spectacular. Nancy, is it is it cheaper to do it with the cruise line, or can you actually buy these tickets in advance from, like, Atlantis? Um, I don't think that you can get them in advance on your own. You have to you really have to get it through the cruise line. The only other way that I know that you can do it 
is um, you can actually buy a, a room day pass at the um, through a company called uh, CaribbeanDaypass.com, and they can get you in there, um, but it involves purchasing a room. So it's actually pretty expensive to do it, but you can do it. Okay, so all those seem really, really cool, but for the typical family of four, those can kind of add up a little bit. Yeah. Are there any kind of like family-friendly, affordable options? Yeah, you know, people can take the, the water taxi over to Atlantis for $3 and, and look, you know, walk around Atlantis and see it. It's an amazing family-friendly resort, and that's a fun thing to do. The other thing for um, families who have kids and teens who love souvenir shopping, the, the Bahamian Straw Market in Nassau is a pretty cool place to go. It's, you can check it out and get lots of souvenirs. It's also uh, lots of fun for kids to get their sort of name put onto a little bag or something. But you've got to be ready to bargain there. It's a, it's a true experience. This next question is off of Facebook from Tim. He says, we are planning to take a sailing out of Puerto Rico, and I notice the ship doesn't leave until 10 p.m. Our flight arrives at 4 p.m., would this be a safe flight, or should we spend the extra money to get into Puerto Rico earlier? 4 p.m. is fine. The reason why the ships uh, leave San Juan at 10 p.m. is because of the difficulty of getting you know, enough flights into San Juan. So by, doing it at, you know, by leaving at 10, and you, let's say you, uh, Tim, arriving at 4, you're going to have you know, six hours. So even if your flight's late, uh, the ship's not leaving until 10. So you have plenty of time to get over there. The earlier you get there, I mean, the more of San Juan that you'll be able to visit. You can put your stuff in the ship and then take off, go visit old San Juan. They've got some really good duty-free shopping. But, uh, you know, you can still have a nice uh, evening in San Juan uh, as well because the ship doesn't leave till 10. But 4 p.m. is perfect. How far is that airport from the cruise port? Uh, approximately. 15 to 20 minutes, Doug. It's, so it's, it's not, not that bad. Gotcha. All right, we've got Melissa from Sarasota on the line right here in Florida. Hello, Melissa. Go ahead with your question for Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Do you have any tips for flying with little ones? Oh, yeah. I have tons. Um, first of all, if at all possible, reserve a nonstop flight. Yes, it's more expensive, but it is so much easier. Waking up a sleeping baby or a toddler to switch planes or try to run for a, a connection with tons of gear is definitely something to be avoided at all costs. Um, if you do have to book connections, allow plenty of time. Don't think about it as the amount of time that you would you know, add if it was just you because you're going to be toting small children in gear. Flight delays happen pretty often, which means that you really have to hustle between gates to make your flight, and that's really hard to do with little ones in tow. So, you know, usually if you can possibly put in about an hour and a half or two hours between flights, that actually makes a lot more sense than trying to, you know, get there quick and, you know, and, and only allow 40 minutes. Um, the next thing is pre-select your seats in advance. As soon as you book your flights, look for the available seats and grab the best ones that are available. And if you're going to be split up, call the airline and explain you're traveling with little kids and see if there's anything they can do. Um, if not, check in online 24 hours in advance of your fright, flight to grab those freed-up seats and then if you can't, still aren't together, make plans to get to the gate early and talk to the gate agent as soon as you arrive. And actually, Nancy, we never actually publicly thanked Matt for this, but coming back from Barcelona earlier this year, Matt actually gave his seat up, uh, a premium seat for a family who wanted to sit together. Oh, 
Matt. Wasn't that? Did you do that? Where's my award? <laughs> you are wonderful because that happens sometimes. You know, when when you get on board and and people are getting split up, sometimes you get really lucky and you find people like you who are really nice. Because I would have said no. That. <laughs> That's right. Doug Doug would not have had it. Anything to do with that? <laughs> Matt was about, Matt sat no, in the middle I, for I'm nine hours. Good. I mean, you know. People can be just amazing, and you know sometimes you find the nicest people, and they're willing to do that kind of thing. And you, you know, you get all wired up thinking this is going to be a disaster, and then you get on board, and people are just amazing. So that's really great. Thank you for well, doing that. Well, it was it was hard to do because that was I had a, I had a uh, aisle seat, I think it was yeah. in some leg room, and it's like oh, and then the, and then you see the face of the child. <laughs> And, and it can be hard now because, you know, sometimes families just really can't get together because, you know, flights are oversold or whatever. So, right. you know, sometimes you have a small child or a pretty young kid in one seat and then, you know, a parent five or six aisles back. So, you know, for people who are like you who are say, you know, say, oh, OK, that's that's OK, I'm willing to. To give up my seat so the two of you can be together, that's really fantastic. Never mind the child was 28. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was nice of you, too. <laughs> she was an adorable 28. Uh, this from C. We're dating now, as a matter of fact. Uh, but anyway, I digress. CJ from Ponte Vitra writes, what's the best way to get deals with kids on cruises? Is there a certain website or online you recommend? You know, I really think that the number one way for people to get great cruise deals with kids or actually great cruise deals, period, is to work with a great travel agent. I'm just a huge fan of travel agents, and I think they're an amazing source of bargains. It's not saying that you can't find the same bargains yourself, but there's a lot of things that that travel agents can do for you. Um, You know, for instance, the experts and travel agents that you guys have on here on Cruise Radio repeatedly, they really know their stuff. They're a superb source of hot cruise bargains. And so I say, you know, first of all, the best way I know of is talk to a great travel agent. Um, another way to get great deals with kids on cruises is to sign up for email alerts from the cruise lines, from travel agents, from others. I get tons of them. They'll send you an email blast with alerts on things like kids cruise free, third or fourth passengers for $99, you know, special deals like that. Um, You know, and speaking of that, there are also cruise lines like MSC Cruises where kids under 11 normally sail free. And right now, uh, MSC Cruises is offering a holidays on sale deal on one of their ships where third and fourth passengers sail for only $99. So that's a good one to check out, too. Um, You know, and unfortunately, uh, timing-wise like that, holidays are often a tough time to get deals. So now is a good time to start looking for holiday deals if they're going to show up. But really, the best time to get special deals on cruises is off-season when kids are back in school, just, you know, particularly now through mid-December. This, that works out really great for families with preschoolers or, you know, young kids, maybe kids in kindergarten or, you know, first or second or third grade that they're comfortable taking them out of school. But it really doesn't work so well for families with tweens and teens. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bottom line is I think the most important thing to remember is, you know, a deal is only a great deal if you like the cruise experience you're getting and it's a good match for your family. You can find her at FamilyTravelNetwork.com. From the Family Travel Network, Nancy Shredder, our listeners, thank you. We thank you. We love you. We love you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I love you, too. All right. That's going to do it. I remind you again, we have an app. 
Take Cruise Radio with you wherever you go. Simply search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. And if you don't have a smartphone, you can always subscribe to our email updates at cruiseradio.net. Yeah, can I get the app on my Motorola brick phone? Uh, yeah, you can. And okay. your, your portable car phone, too. <laughs> From the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.